0: So here we are at the HBA conference and I'm joined by the legend, Mr. Alan Dedicato. <laughs> Hello, Alan. Hello. Am I a legend? You I are a legend. Uh, did you see how many people came to me the I know, I know.
1: Extra chairs had to be brought into this room that we're in, in, uh, in Watford, of all places. Um, but it was good fun, wasn't it? And it was, uh, it's a rare thing because I don't normally do that sort of business. Uh, and I was very honest and truthful, which is, again, so unusual for me. Uh, no, it was it was good fun. They were good questions as well that people came up with. Um, I do talk too much, though, that's the trouble.
0: Oh, we enjoyed every minute of it, Alan. So um, last night, of course, the big awards. I won a uh, bronze for Best male. It was a brilliant, brilliant moment our station. Got uh, in the top five as well. And it was a real surprise. I don't think anybody knew that you were going to actually appear. What was the night like for you? What was it like to hear so much radio uh, from hospital volunteers?
1: It was good, actually. It was reassuring because I started in hospital radio. I did, and Ken Bruce from Radio 2 started in hospital radio, so I know exactly what it's like. Um, Yeah, we pulled off that surprise quite cleverly, didn't we? Because I'd already recorded the bit that said, and now I'm actually here. Um, So what I did is I came in after the lottery, didn't I? Because the lottery was about 10 o'clock last night. Slightly delayed by some rugby, uh, so I turned up late, having hurtled around the N25 at 90 miles an hour, and, uh, and it, was, uh, it was fine because you were running late anyway, so it was good. Um, but also, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's been like that for the last 24 hours, actually, just listening to what people do, what stations are up to these days, because I did it 30 years ago, it was, in Birmingham at the county cricket ground there, BHBN, Hospital Radio in Birmingham, um, and that's where the thing, the important thing is there that I actually learned everything that I know, not that there's much, but I learned everything I know by doing hospital radio, you see. So was, I owe it a lot, really. I owe it a lot. You learn a lot about yourself and about other people and about radio. So it, there's a lot to do. We're on our own in here.
0: We are incredible. Absolutely
1: <laughs> incredible. Is, on wait, my look, own with Alan Dedico. This is bizarre. This is, we're on our own in this empty room. What did you think about half an hour ago? It was filled with It was with heaving. Prices. But they've all gone out.
0: Excellent. It's just me and you. Absolutely brilliant. Um, so you talked a lot about Birmingham Hospital Radio. You've done a lot for Pebble Mail as well. So you're very local to us here in Coventry, only only at the M6. Have you ever been to Coventry?
1: I have been to Coventry, thank you. What I do have you been think? To Coventry. Honestly, be honest here. It's all right, nothing wrong with Coventry.
0: Do you know what, I'm so glad you said that, because so many people say, oh, it's a bit great, it's a bit great, but we're bidding for City of Culture, and um, they're redeveloping the city, there's yeah. so many great things about it,
1: you liked it, did And it's got a lot of history, hasn't it, as well. We used to have a Coventry studio, actually, when I was at uh, Pebble Mill, and a guy who went on to do lots of good things in BBC News, Bob Sinkinson, used to be, uh, the studio was in the crypt, underneath the uh, cathedral and uh, he used to come out with some very funny stories from there. I've got a nice recording of him actually, Um, trying to get a tape recorder to work. But yeah, so nothing wrong with Coventry. Um, I haven't been for ages, I have to say. Uh, I've got some friends in Kenilworth, so I come not too far away from there, and my family are in sort of Worcestershire. So it's all that Midlands stuff. I like, you see, because I'm steeped in it. I, you know, I, I, I'm from the era of Tom Coyne on Midlands today. I'm from the era of Midland Red Buses, uh, running to and from Coventry. Uh, so I'm, I, I'm steeped in the, the whole of the Midlands thing. I love it. I might come back there eventually. I live in London now because that's where my work is, you see, um, and I did live in the southwest for a while, but uh, I'm a Midlander, born and bred. Absolutely, Midlands,
0: the best place to be, isn't
1: it? Oh, it is, it's, is there any way better?
0: Absolutely. I don't think so. I want to talk to you about your career because everybody admires you. You've had such a fantastic career at BBC Radio 2, you know, uh, the, the voice of the Lossary balls and Strictly as well and all sorts of different things. But what would you say is your most enjoyable part of your career? Where, where have you enjoyed the most? Or, or is it is it equal?
1: Um, it, it is, it's fairly equal. There's nothing specifically that uh, springs to mind except... Uh, and I only say this because he died fairly recently, and that is Sir Terry Wogan. Um, but you know, 15 years of working with that man, um, just so much fun. Uh, but it was just, just really enjoyable. Every day was just laughter, and he was a great mate as well, which which not everybody necessarily knew. Uh, Because we were you know we were working you don't sort of let on what you do in private life We used to we used to go and socialize and all that sort of stuff lovely lovely man So if you I mean if you get into this business um, If you can find a friend like that it's worth its weight in gold absolutely really good fun
0: and, of course, Bob Shannon, the controller of Radio 2, we met him on, on Friday, and he had a lot to say uh, about, about Sir Terry. And one of the things he mentioned was that show prep is just not his thing. <laughs> what do you have to say about that? Because I do a lot of show prep.
1: Yeah, well, forget it. Forget it. Um, <clears throat> no, well, you, you do need to do a bit of it. And, of course, after you've done it for a number of years, you get used to knowing all the pitfalls and all that stuff. You need to do it now because you're new to it and you need to be aware of what the problems are. But he'd got it down to a fine art. His prep, if you like, was life itself, because everything he talked about was day-to-day. So when he was walking around, when he was observing, when he was listening to what was in the news, all that sort of stuff, that was all part, was all going into his head and comes out, it used to come out on the radio. So that's how he did it. But, yeah, the, the I think, to be more precise, not wishing anyway any way to correct Bob Shannon, my former... Controller and boss be
0: careful here (laughs) exactly
1: because I might want to work there again at some point you never never know And I do still do bits and pieces for them the word he didn't know was rehearsal Terry didn't he knew roughly what it meant Didn't necessarily know how to spell it and certainly didn't put it into any way in operation He didn't like doing that because he wanted the it needed to be fresh Spontaneous all that sort of stuff and that's that's what he uh, that was his speciality He's just reacting at the moment to whatever was happening around him. And he did that so well.
0: And that's what makes live radio so beautiful, isn't it? You know, yeah. being in the moment and reacting to to everything that's happening. Uh, just one one last thing that I want to ask you is um, part of my show, I do a bit of news reading. And uh, uh, I would say that I'm a good presenter, um, but I'm not always the best at news reading. So what would be your top tips for for reading the news and particularly pronouncing names correctly as well, because that's something I sometimes fall apart. I'm going to be completely honest here.
1: Yeah, no, that's all right. That's, uh, we like a bit of honesty. We like a bit of honesty. And and, and in a way that uh, you put your finger on what is vital for radio itself, and that is just be yourself. Because if you're not yourself, you will get caught out at some point, because you, you'll be concentrating on something else, and you'll let slip that you ain't what you claim to be. Um, So always, always, always be yourself. If you're doing news and it's slightly serious and it's within a programme and you're doing the programme as well, you need to separate the news out from that. So play a record or do something either side of the news, but don't go from the news into joking and being, you know, silly or whatever. Um, Just keep the news separate. Give it the importance it deserves and just do your best, really. With pronunciations, you can sometimes look them up or uh, I've sometimes... Uh, if it's the name of a company for example i will look to see if they've put anything on youtube and very often they tell you on there how to say it or i've rung people up and said how'd you say your name so just have the nerve to do it um at the bbc there is a what's called the pronunciation unit and there's a, two or three people who t- that's their job all day long and you think blimey what a cushy job that is but they've got about 20 stations to work for uh, as well as local radio, you've got all the world service stations, so they have to know how to pronounce names right across the world, um, plus the local ones, plus the nations of Wales and Scotland and all that stuff. So they are kept very busy. But it's you should try to get names right, especially people's names, because it's the best way to be rude to them, is to get their name wrong, and people get really irritated by it. And place names. I mean, look at uh, look at look at your place. I mean, Stivichel? Stichel.
0: Stichel. that's it, yeah. You people see? do get angry, don't they? Yeah, they, they do, they
1: do, you see, but I know that. And because I put that sort of stuff away uh, to know how to say it. There's a place in um, near Norwich, Wymondham. Wymondham. Wyndham. Oh,
0: right. The one I always fall across is uh, Toaster. I've called it Tochester for years, and people have <laughs> messaged me saying, Dan, it's toaster. Toaster.
1: There's no H in it. What are you talking about? There's no H in it. But it, it's it's not easy. It's not easy. But just have a go at it. And what you've got to do is say it quickly with conviction. And people will think, did he say that? What did he say? And it always leave them in doubt. But the minute you start drawing attention to it, they'll think, oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. So just do it with conviction and uh, you'll get away with it.